evening and welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip DeBlock and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals uh, from around the country and we talk about law enforcement issues from a law enforcement perspective. I'm going to go ahead and introduce our panelists and guys, if you don't mind waving for the video portion of our show, uh, we have attorney and former federal prosecutor. Um, I don't know where he's at. I think he's in the U.S. this week. It is Ward Mythaler. We also have retired chief John Newman. We have retired Major Ronald McMullen, retired Corporal David D. Gresta, and from the state of New York, we have retired Officer Cody Ann Cook. Also, a uh, shout-out to our sponsors. We have PECSIP. They're a software platform for unified communication, and so we are powered by PECSIP through their teleconferencing software, and we're also syndicated in the radio five days a week through Good Talk Radio, and we're also on with I-10FM and the free press and uh, gosh, we've got Calm Case Management, Extra Duty Solutions, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, and Viridian Weapon Technologies. You'll be hearing more information about all these sponsors a little bit later. Anybody else, guys? Or should we go on to the next canine video? All right. I can't wait. Yeah, we got a good tackle on this one. Uh, PoliceOne.com, canine takes down a suspect who led police pursuit. And it says the uh, suspect was wanted in Garden Grove for assault with a deadly weapon, and we're talking about California, and it was he's wanted for assault with a deadly weapon on a police officer from February the 18th, and this is according to uh, Garden Grove Police. Now, he was identified as 37-year-old Antonio Padilla Jr. of Riverside County. Goes on to say that Garden Grove detectives and unmarked cars were trying to arrest Padilla in Santa Ana after they spotted his truck, and they asked for assistance from the Santa Ana Police Department. Now, after Padilla refused to pull over, Santa Ana officers gave pursuit. And at one point, he tried to hit a police vehicle with his car, and then an Orange County Sheriff's helicopter also joins the pursuit, which, courtesy of them, we have some fantastic video. And when Padilla reaches um, Irvine, he ditches the pickup truck, and he carjacks a woman in a black Audi SUV. He drives off, and then the pursuit ends when he crashes the stolen car. So he's been doing a lot. So he's got a lot of cops after him. He tries to flee on foot. And, and you see him leave the car, and the camera pans away from his car, and the police cars that are pulling up behind him, and they're still following this lone, our, our lone bad guy running, and all of a sudden you see the dog. And, uh, man, the dog takes him down with a beautiful tackle, a great hit right when, he hits, right when he's go, trying to go over the curb. And he's detained and taken um, to the hospital to be treated for his injuries that he sustained during the struggle with police. And he put up, actually, a heck of a fight after the dog's biting the piss out of him, and you got two cops there, and they draw draw down on him, but when they're trying to go in the handcuff mode, it's a, it's a heck of a fight. So, And while we're still going through all this stuff, I do want to talk about Guardian, guys. I know we're in the middle of this, and before we get to any more of the topics, um, you know, there's something that's affecting our law enforcement agencies nationwide right now, and this actually fits in perfectly with our topics. Our country's crying out for accountability around who we hire to serve and protect them. And I've had a front row seat in seeing uh, not only experiencing these flaws in, in vetting and hiring law enforcement officers, but in all this other chaos that's going on. So it doesn't have to be this way. And our friends at Guardian Alliance Technologies, they actually have the solution. Guardian's developed a CGIS compliant background investigation software platform that helps you uncover potentially problematic applicants in record time while helping to ensure that you have the best quality officers serving. And that's 
actually what we all want. So there's no upfront fees, no training fees, installation costs, not even any long-term contracts or commitment. So I strongly recommend that you visit them today at guardianalliancetechnologies.com. And again, their website is guardianalliancetechnologies.com. Cody, give us your expertise on this one. I think it was a fabulous takedown from the dog. Unfortunately, a report came out about a day or two later that the dog actually lost its teeth during this takedown. Uh, but um, it was remarkable. Uh, the cops did a good job. They got in there. The dog got a good bite, and its handler got him off shortly after the good bite. So, well, job well done. You know, I, I heard about, and I saw that, and there's, I did not know it was the same the same incident. So I, I heard that they were doing some medical stuff with the dog, but I didn't know, are they going to retire the dog out, or are they going to be able to do something with the teeth, or, or do you know? I'm not sure about that. Um, I, I don't know what the final outcome is, but I definitely know that it lost a bunch of teeth. Hmm. Not good. Brett, Anybody Brett, else going? Ask Brett what we did when his teeth fell out. <laughs> you know, John, as part of my condition, sometimes I have to do that and I can't help myself. <laughs> part of my condition. Wow. In addition, in addition to the watching the dog, the announcer, something like he was announcing a football game. I was going to say that word. That was beautiful. Some sort of sporting event. Play by play, oh, man. There's a cut. Oh, just a little bit outside. And I don't, and I don't think the guy, listen, I don't think the guy was fighting the cops. I think he was squirreling around on the ground so back as that dog was biting down to the bone. He's like, yeah, get him off me. Ah! Like that. I don't you think know. he was fighting the cops. I, didn't you I was see watching the big that blood? dog. That dog, you know that had to hurt. Man, that dog was just enjoying the piss out of himself, man. That was just a did you see? Did thing. you see the big blood spot on the sidewalk next to his uh, struggling elbow when the dog got pulled off? A blood hmm. spot was a good foot around. Nice. Oh, gosh. Uh, now, that brings back some memories, John, because we used to work with Jimmy Menendez, canine officer, who had Lancer. Lancer. Now, I've got some scars in my body. Everybody. Who bit dogs, everybody. <laughs> these dogs, they get so worked up, they're going to bite. I mean, it may be the handler or it's going to be another cop, but they're going to bite something. And so, John, my scars are visible. <laughs> but I remember one call we were on, and he, still, he went it right, still visible. right it went up to your butt. And what yeah. you didn't know it was the freaking dog, right? Yeah, right. He's behind us. Yeah, we're doing a felony stop on a car. And Menendez sent the dog out. I kept, I smacked. When I realized that whoever was pulling me by my back of my pants, it was the dog. Yeah, we still have scars there. Yeah, yeah. Good time. That dog bit everybody. And I'm thoroughly convinced that it was Menendez that did it on purpose. <laughs> Great dog, though. That dog is awesome, man. Well, I think that was the scene where Jimmy chased the guy and the guy actually had a gun and he didn't yeah. know during the during half that chase right. the guy actually had a gun in his hand and uh and he yeah, kind of yeah, that was a, you know, a I, wide I, wide I definitely wide think it's one of the it's one of those underplayed assets in law enforcement, but you know, to see those things in work doing what they're trained to do, they're they're phenomenal and, and you know, it, it's it's awesome to see them work. I mean, you're you're glad like something like this happened, but that's one hell of an asset to have, especially when you're in the middle of the battle and oh. one of those dogs show up, man. It's awesome. Yeah, that's what they look for. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brett? Yeah, one of our listeners reminded me of an old thing we used to call the dog the fur missile. <laughs> that's exactly what it is, man. That dog was hauling ass. You know, if you remember, there was a vice detective. I don't remember his last name. He got bit real bad on top of the head by one of our dogs and and so once he was all patched up and feeling better, his nickname for a long time was Milk Bone. I don't know, if, I don't remember his name, but he took he took a big big bite on top of the head. I don't remember anybody else, guys? 
uh, our next one here, we've got policeone.com again, another video. And, and guys, you know I have a, a soft place in my heart for, for police canines. And I even have a softer place in my heart for good police canine videos. Oh, my gosh. It, it's a little long, and, and it gets, starts getting good around uh, 12 minutes and 30 seconds. But uh, and for people watching the show, you hear us talk about videos, and John and John was talking about watching the videos. We we don't have the opportunity to incorporate those into a live show to make the show just way too long. But when we produce the show on our YouTube channel Tuesday through Sunday, we go ahead and we download the videos off the internet. We import them into the show, so you'll actually watch them uh, as we talk about them. So it, it's pretty cool. The title of this one: Canine takes down driver who refused to get out of car. And that's pretty accurate. Canton, Ohio, an Ohio police department released body cam footage of a canine taking down a man who refused to give officers his name and get out of his car during a traffic stop. It happened on Sunday. 45-year-old Ronald D. Wagner II was stopped by a trooper because he had a homemade license plate on the back of his car. And, uh, man, this was a, a, a huge black uh, Ohio State trooper right up against the uh, the driver's window talking to this guy. And the guy was reminding me of Kenny Norris. And uh, so anyhow, he had a homemade license plate in the back of his car, and this was the Canton repository reported this. Three Canton officers also showed up later during the traffic stop to assist this trooper. Now the trooper and three officers calmly but repeatedly asked Wagner to give them his license and his vehicle registration. Uh, Wagner, our bad guy, refused to comply and he did not answer questions, uh, but he debated Ohio laws with the troopers for asking for the Leo's name and the badge number and all that kind of stuff. So, so he, he debated the laws, and he also asked for all this information from the trooper. Now, Wagner also contended that the traffic stop was unlawful and that a driver's license and plate are not required for him to drive, and the officers warned Wagner that they would use a canine, mark that word, if he did not comply. Um, now, here's some quotes. We are going to break that window. I'm going to send this 100-pound dog, and he's going to apprehend you, at which time I'm going to drag him and you out to the ground if you continue to resist. And that's what the canine officers heard seen on the video. Now, and and he, he made good on his word, too. After more than 20 minutes, the officers uh, broke the windows of Wagner's car on both sides, and they released the canine on the driver's side window. Wagner, uh, anyhow, I'll, I'll let – if you guys wanted to – John always – is animated and describes these stories in the details much better than I do. So if you want to go for it, John, go ahead. But Wagner, our bad guy, faces several charges, including obstructing official business, resisting arrest, according to Fox 8. And he said that he plans on holding the officers accountable and that there will be a lawsuit. So on, on that note, um, John, you want to start it off and then Brett? I'm, I'm sure they didn't real. I'm not sure. Brett, this sounds like one of those constitutional guys, right? You know the 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 yeah. the, uh, so, the the, 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 you know, the laws yeah. don't apply to you know the laws don't apply to them. You know, a lot of folks if they're not used to dealing with those kind of people, that's a those are different dudes, man. They yeah. think that they don't have to pay taxes, they don't have to have a driver's license, they don't have to listen to anybody. You know, I mean, he he screamed like a girl when the dog bit him, but that's just <laughs> me. But you know. <laughs> He's, he's stealing my material again, John. Jeez. <laughs> go, go ahead, Brett. You know, I uh, I ran across some of these folks before I retired, and and of course they're out there a lot now. They they have their funky beliefs, but when you run across one, and this could be for any cops that are listening, you can't bargain with them. You can't argue. You can't reason. It is this: 
sir, you are under arrest. Put your hands behind your back. Now, on that particular agency, I think they ought to, uh, on their cars, instead of we protect and serve, it's just, we should say, we keep our promises at this agency. Well, you know, hey, the guy had a choice. He could have, he could have said, listen, okay, I, I don't agree with what you're doing. I'm not going uh, willingly, but I will not physically resist you. Well, I will see you in court and we'll work this out in a court of law. And if I win, great. And if you win, great. But yeah, they're, uh, they're some funky people. Uh, they have a script that they follow. I don't know where they get it. But the, too many times these cops get involved in this back and forth, and it's not going to work. You're not going to convince them all of a sudden that the police are right. I need your driver's license. I'm not going to give it to you. You're under arrest. I'm not coming out. Yes, you are, because we keep our promises. You know, our uh, thanks, Brett. Our, our YouTube channel, and we're conversing with guys live on YouTube during, this, during the show, it's lit up on this topic, and some of the guys have watched the video. We got Aaron Reynolds, Tony B, Salty Monkey, uh, Bo. We've got Tony B. Um, we've got a bunch of guys who are talking about this, and they 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 they've seen the video and they and they love it. A number of these guys, so uh, all all good points. Um, all right, guys. Um, that said, I would like to get to one of our other sponsors, GunLearn.com. No matter how much you know about guns and ammunition, there is that knowledge gap that leaves you confused and missing the complete picture. GunLearn.com, they took the confusion out of it, out of learning at least, and they made it easy. So GunLearn.com is the first and it's the only company to offer a step-by-step -step program that takes you from your present knowledge level to become a safe, accurate, and competent firearm specialist. And you're also going to be certified as well. They provide citations from federal law and ATF rulings for every point taught to ensure accuracy and their training is approved by major forensic organizations, law enforcement agencies, and firearm manufacturers. Since 1996, they've taught everything Leos need to know about firearms and ammunition to all facets of law enforcement. Start today with online training or register to attend a live seminar. You can actually get free training for yourself and your personnel by hosting a seminar at no cost to your agency. Come aboard as one of the most firearm knowledgeable people in the world by joining the folks at gunlearn.com. I've taken some of their classes. I know uh, Brett Bartlett, panelist, he's not on the night, but Captain Brett is certified through them as well. Uh, a, a great organization. And again, it's all about training and we heavily support that. You know, I, I love the fact, you know, when they extracted this guy, you had a depth, uh, I guess a trooper on the passenger side. He uh, busts that window too, opens up the door and he's grabbing our bad guy, Wagner, and trying to pull him out. But little does he know, the dog's got the other end of Wagner. The dog has come through the driver's window, and they're trying to get get the uh, get the you know or uh, or cop to let go of the bad guy because you know John, we know what happens when you don't let go quick enough. The dog doesn't. Dog just wants some good fresh flesh, you know, and, and you know he doesn't care who he's fighting. Wait, we have scars so. to prove it. We have scars <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> we we do. God bless Lancer. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so anyhow, it, it was just it was just a beautiful, and yeah, the guy didn't comply, but yeah, you're right. Then he's screaming like a little girl, and you know he brought this on himself. They told him what they were gonna do, and yeah, they don't pull the dog off until he gets compliant. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was um, it was it's a great video, guys. You guys, I, I can't wait to put it up online. So <laughs> I love these things. Anybody else, guys, on this one? Other than, uh, other than pointing out that I think Kevin Bowie's is a, a sovereign citizen, I'm not sure, but it, it was it was a great video. I, I really think it was beautiful, beautiful <laughs> dog work. Watch yourself, Kevin. We're, we're watching you. I need to I need to watch it. I think I missed that one, so I need to watch it. Yeah, good good video. You're listening to the Leo Roundtable Law Enforcement Talk Show on Good Talk Radio with the Cutting Edge Radio Network. 
You can also find us at LegalRoundTable.com and we have plenty more to come. And I don't know if I haven't really gotten with the other panelists before I bring this first one up. And I was kind of shocked to hear what's going on elsewhere in the country involving law enforcement. But on policeone.com, the title of this article is Medical Director Dismisses Report Critical of Police EMS Administration of Ketamine, and which is a, a drug. Now, I'll start it off here. Minneapolis police officers have reportedly requested over the past three years that the Hennepin County medical responders sedate people using a powerful tranquilizer called ketamine. And at times they do this. Yeah, I get a thumb, see a thumbs up from Brett. At times they're doing this over protest from the people who are being drugged. And in some cases, they say there's no apparent crime has even been committed. On multiple occasions and in the presence of police, the Hennepin Health Care EMS workers have injected suspects of crimes and others who already appeared to be restrained um, and the ketamine caused heart or breathing failure, requiring them to be medically revived. And it says that several people given ketamine had to be intubated. It also says the number of documented ketamine injections during Minneapolis police calls increased from 2012. They had three to 62 last year in 2017. And that includes four uses on the same person. Um, so there was a companion article that I'll get to that information if if it comes up and and, and I feel that we need to. But kind of curious what the panelists, you know, what you guys think about this, because it, it's, you know, a growing number of agencies are doing this. And there have been studies even very recently involving Florida um, EMS agencies. They're using ketamine and they are saying, I will say this, that they're saying they started using this because if they don't, if people are thrashing around, even when they're restrained, they say there is a risk of having a cardiac event. And they've been using this to avoid that. But of course, as we just read, that's not necessarily the case. So um, whoever wants to jump on this first and uh, Brett, you want to start it off for us? Yeah, I think that's quite a slippery slope there, isn't it, Chip? Drugging everybody up, it's, it's going to thrash um well what if i don't want the bad guy to thrash in my back seat is i mean i'm gonna stick him up with a arm with ketamine I, I don't think they need to be doing this crap that's a uh because you know our, our police once they get a hold of something it's not going to be pretty i think that's a huge huge problem um yeah I interesting ward i'd like to hear you weigh in go ahead yeah I, I agree with brett i'm actually amazed that the ems people are allowed to use a schedule three drug when there's no court order or doctor's prescription but for the police to start uh telling the ems guys whether to do it or or when to do it i think it's even more stupid than those morons who overruled the lifeguard and almost let the guy died uh they're opening themselves up for a lot of liability. And if it's a custom and practice, I think they're opening up the department to liability. Now, I will say this, Ward, that they did make sure, I don't know if it's a policy change or what, but now apparently the police are being instructed not to request or order EMS people to go ahead and give that tranquilizer. Um, so I get the impression that that's not what's happened in the past. Um, but you've still got these guys responding, and apparently they're making the call on these police calls. These these fire rescue or EMS people are making that call. Anyhow, uh, John, go ahead. One, I like to know if it is a customer practice or really a policy. I mean, you, you know, a lot of that comes. I see it with Baker Acts, right? You know, you show up, you you know, you, you get on the call and say, "Hey, we want the cops to come to Baker Act somebody." And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, they said the Baker Act. No, we just called you for a Baker Act. I mean, I, I like to know if it really is a policy or not. 
But, you know, with the narco testing and some of the other, I mean, you know, they're using for opioid crisis. I wouldn't doubt if you don't see more law enforcement, although I disagree that, you know, they're, they're distributing a schedule three. But I, I can see, with, especially in the opioid crisis, you know, law enforcement being in that role to inject something into somebody. I mean, I, it, that that's a, a horrible epidemic that we have going in the country. And, you know, here I, I totally degree, disagree with the use of ketamine. But I, I can see, you know, them relying on law enforcement to do that in other places, not not to the extent of ketamine, but some some drugs. Absolutely. Well, you bring up a good a good point about, you know, the, the Narcan, uh, you know, when they started using that for the opioid overdoses, you know, I was I was surprised, although I, I'm not I'm not against it. Uh, but yeah, I see that as, as just night and day compared to this. It, this just really shocked me when I read this. I mean, could you imagine if we had the capability when we were working and doing, you know, doing reverse stings and chases and stuff? I mean, you know, this thing, you know, I mean, 62 uses, that would have been nothing. We would have set a, a, a national record. I mean, if we had the capability to do this to people, I mean, oh my gosh, listen, the ability listen, for I, abuse. Can you, I'm just going to, I'm just going to poke Brett. Can you imagine Brett? Which one of us would have injected the other one first? I mean, come on, <laughs> are you serious? At some at some damn squad party? Oh, that would have just been. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I can see it. Can you cops? These are cops now. People that we're talking about walking around. With, <laughs> yeah, no. I like Chip. I, I was astounded when I read the article. I couldn't imagine ever having that pushing that kind of a drug on someone that you're restraining. And I understand their logic behind trying to restrain someone so they don't hurt themselves against the cuffs or bang themselves into the windows or something like that in your car or, or whatnot. I get that, but we've been, we did our entire careers and never had to inject somebody with a schedule three drug. I'm like, Oh my God, they actually do this. Well, okay. Can I go sign up for some of this? And then, then the other question I'm surprised Warden didn't bring this up is ketamine is, is, I mean, special K it's, it's considered the, or they call it the date rape drug and all that kind of stuff. And it causes, loss of memory so now i mean i can extrapolate this out and see somebody saying well um my rights were violated i was beat up i was this is this is what happened and now all of a sudden i don't remember anything that happened in that event and the cops injected me or the ams injected i and i can't remember so i could see that being another problem in and of itself you know some civil liberties people talking about you know my client can't remember what happened to him um and where did he get this bruise? Where did he get that mark? You know, all this other type of stuff. Where's his money? I mean, it, it's uh, wow. Yeah. Go, yeah. Um, we got Cody there's, and then Brent. Go ahead. There's just way too much liability with this one. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I mean, I, I know officers I work with that don't feel comfortable doing Narcan. And, you know, when it first came out, there was people that were really uh, – pretty pissed off about having to use it. You know, now everybody it's, it's gotten, it's become commonplace. Everybody's carrying it. Every department has it. Um, and there's still people who don't want to have to use it. They think that people kind of make their bed and they gonna, they're going to have to sleep in it. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I've used Narcon a, a number of times at my job. Um, and I've seen people turn their lives around who have had Narcan administered to them. But, um, have you ever used it on I, anybody else, Cody? <laughs> Narcan? Yeah, I've used <laughs> I've used it many times on other people. Yes, <laughs> I've administered it. That's what I meant. Um, but as far as this, uh, no way I cannot imagine giving somebody this kind of sedative and with the risk that it has that it talks about in the article. Hell no, there's no way I wouldn't want to see a department have to do that. And if you're talking uh, somebody who's got other drugs on board, no way. 
Can you imagine the side effects and the, and you know, the synergist synergistic effects it's going to have, you're going to be killing people with it. No way. Thanks. Okay, Brett, you're up, buddy. I think if they're going to go ahead this, they need to aerosolize it and put that foam stuff in it. So you can spray in a guy's face and he can't wipe it off. The hell you wouldn't need guns or, or, or sticks or nothing. You just, you know, you get a bad guy, sir, will you go with me? No. And just next thing you know, he wakes up violated. <laughs> Brett kind of gives a whole new meaning to the word violated, doesn't he? Yeah. Anybody else? You know, I, I actually this week taught vacation Bible school at my at my church. And one of my one of my kids had an EpiPen, you know, for like uh, allergic reactions and stuff. And so I uh, she taught me how to use that, which was which was uh, kind of cool. But you're right. All these things are coming up. And um, but but I this one Narcan. Yes, this thing, man, I, I highly controversial and, 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 and with good reason. So um, I can't see our, our former agency ever. Uh, ever going this this route a anybody else on this topic at all um hey uh before we go any further i do want to talk about viridian and their fact duty weapon mounted camera idea it was born when the company owner and the employees actually watched as communities around the country were literally torn apart and burned down over the lack of evidence in multiple officer involved shootings Sounds familiar, huh? They used existing patented technologies and innovative design to create the fact duty, that's F-A-C-T duty, and it's become the only gun camera in wide use by law enforcement across the nation. So this gun camera actually fits standard size police duty weapons and holsters, and it records automatically as soon as the officer pulls the gun out of the holster, provides an unobstructed view of critical use of force events from the end of the firearm, and it overcomes the inherent issue with Body cameras because you don't have any limbs or anything blocking the view of the camera. Body and dash cameras were not designed to capture officer-involved shootings. However, Viridian gun cameras were designed specifically for that purpose. So the fact duty, it employs a 1080p full high-definition camera with a microphone and a 500-lumen tactical light. Viridian's proprietary incident-on technology means that the fact duty generates just a small fraction of the data to manage compared to other law enforcement recording options because it only records when the officer's weapon is actually drawn. And this results in significantly lower comparative data management costs than other evidentiary camera systems. And data stored securely and easily transferred per agency protocol with existing software and technology. So there's more information on the fact duty and it is available at gun-camera.com. So again, if you want more information, go to the gun-camera.com and we do appreciate their sponsorship. Anyhow, let's see our next one here. We man, we've got a, a sensational video. I'm I'm, I'm going to laugh while I'm talking about this and I don't want to get slammed on YouTube because I'm making fun of this guy, but Police One and Leo Affairs, the video associated with this, it's man catches fire after being tasered and sprayed by police in France. It is it is uh I, I it's it's hilarious from from a law enforcement perspective. Um and you guys in law enforcement will know what I mean. Um Paris, a man caught on fire after police tasered him and sprayed him with tear gas simultaneously. And it, uh, KTRK reported that a Paris police confronted um, a confrontation. They, they confronted a shirtless man who was insulting and threatening the officers. And, and you know what? I was really waiting for this cop to take care of business, and he was so reluctant to. I know here in the States, we, we just would have pounded this guy in the dirt. Um, police asked the man to calm down repeatedly. Yeah, Cody, we know what you would have done, and it would have been a different tactic. Uh, but police asked the man to calm down before one officer struck him with a baton. I, I might note that that was a very ineffective baton strike. Uh, following the baton strikes, 
An officer uses taser on the man while another officer sprayed the suspect with tear gas at the same time. The man then caught on fire. The officer who used the taser can be heard on the video asking, who sprayed the gas? And officers rushed to uh, douse the flames. Uh, police said that the suspect was not badly injured. And the Paris inspector at general, the police cleared the officers of any wrongdoing after the after investigating the incident. But it is a, a wild video that I will have uploaded during the week when you guys hear this episode. So um, I know, John, it was crazy, right? Any, any comments? Uh I mean, I don't well, know what well, to say well, about it. Well, yeah. first of all, you're looking at the baton strike. You're like, dude, you know, you're, and the next thing you know, the, the cat's on fire. So I'm, <laughs> we're going to get in so much trouble. I'm watching the video thinking that it's, you know, a lousy technique. You know, I'm not sure where he's looking to strike. And the next thing you know, the dude's on fire. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to watch that like 20 times. It was one. Of, it was kind of like the guy going down the driveway with the ice. <laughs> sorry, I'm, it's, it's cop humor, but uh, yeah. You know, what we've always wondered, you know, hey, what would happen if we tasered somebody and you and you, you know, you you threw them, you threw the OC or CS on them at the same time? Now, we well, know. there has well in the beginning, if you remember, a lot of your OC, the transporter was an alcohol-based transporter for the oleoresin capsicum type, uh, you know, whatever law enforcement's using for their pepper, and they had to go from the alcohol transport. To the water, the pressurized water. So yeah, it, so maybe they haven't gotten the memo over in the cross, you know, across hey, you the know pond. Right. That to, yeah, there, it was an alcohol transporter based. Still alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah your, your, your CS and your OC have to be a water-based transporter now, not an alcohol, because you you know at certain conditions you can catch fun. <laughs> No I, kidding. I, I, I just see. I I disagree completely, John. I think it should be an alcohol transporter. <laughs> what are you talking about? What the heck are you talking about? I, you know, you know for- a a. I've never seen a bigger bunch of <laughs> cops in my life. I mean, this guy. This guy is standing there, exhibiting every single every right. sign of, of 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 aggression with his fist clenched. He's lunging at cops. He's telling me he's going to beat their ass. I mean, I'm sitting there going, okay, at what point in time are you going to take this guy in custody? And they're dancing right. around and playing patty cake and all this bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God, what a bunch of p***ies. And then the guy's tinted with his stick like, yeah. I'm going, oh, oh, I think I ground down two molars right up until he caught on fire. And then, I, like you, I started laughing my ass up and going, oh, you, you just can't get any better than that. That was so fantastic. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody out there in, in, in liberal, oh, my God, we love France land, but <laughs> and he that guy got exactly what he deserved. I said, man, karma had a flame on her ass that time. That was beautiful. I was, was just so fantastic. grateful that I and was then, just grateful. And then, that. Wait, and then the guy and then the big, bad, tough guy, I'll kick your ass in French. Whatever. He's talking frog and, and telling he's going to tell say he's going to kick everybody's ass and then he's laying on the ground after getting tased. Oh, with a little bit of fire on his hair and crying like a like he was the bitch that he was calling the cops, which I just I yeah. I'm sorry I I saved like that video I saved that video to my to my favorites and I will rewatch it repeatedly. There wow. that was it was definitely gnarly man. He had a pretty gnarly wound on his arm too, which he didn't feel until after he got burned. But yeah, it was gnarly. Well, I think they were trying to cauterize the bleeding is what I believe was going on. It was a life-saving venture. It, it was a fantastic technique. Fantastic medical was, technique. I wonder if he was one of those 115 sampled earlier on the Tays and Confuse article. <laughs> <laughs>
You know, yeah. you waited too long to actually use a taser when the suspect himself is telling you, tase me. You know, the guy was actually telling him to do it. So we definitely waited too long on that. You know, and, uh, John is right. Like, they, they went to non-flammable uh, OC years ago. I was a taser instructor, which is a great thing. But I saw a study where they eight out of the 12 non-flammable OC sprays they used caught fire when they used them in conjunction with a taser. So, you know, I don't know if that's the uh, companies not doing the right thing or if it's if it's just something else in the OC itself, which is flammable. But, yeah, eight out of 12 actually caught fire. So this could, if you're, you know, pick one, do one or the other, I think. Probably not a good choice to do these together. Well, well, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, when we produce these deadly poor scenario training videos, this may be something, you know, John That's hasn't it. participated yet. And I have That's just it. a scenario for him. We're going to set, we're going to set John Newman on fire. That's awesome. <laughs> John, turn down any invitations they give you. I'm telling you right no. now. <laughs> just Cody's pass, in town. Pass. Cody's in town. Yeah. We can make, we can make this happen. We can make this happen mm-hmm. this weekend. Is all like it, it, you know, anyhow. <laughs> well guys i think you know we have we have we have so many more videos to talk about but you know we're out of time and, but we've got plenty of material for next week in case there's nothing going on in the news in the meantime so we got plenty to cover so um, can we talk about this again me? can we talk about <laughs> the guys getting on fire again <laughs> can we talk about yeah, the yeah. can we talk Why about not? the cops in france and the guy they caught on fire that's just just yeesh we need to hey, do Chip. a. We, you know what we need to do, Chip? We need to do a favorites show. Go back yeah, yeah, yeah. and find all yeah. the favorites and put them all together in one show. And this would be one of them. That's Dave, awesome. epic Leo failures. Epic Leo, <laughs> Leo roundtable failures. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 oh my god. These use of force videos that we're producing, I've been doing outtakes in the last few that we've done, and and David's giving me grief because he's in all the outtakes. You know, it's like a bloopers video, and it, it, yeah, David's giving me too. And and lately, Brett, they've given me too much material, you know, to to resist putting it up. So, but the, the users love it, David. And listen, and, as long as we're having fun, yes, and we are. David said he would never wear a uniform again before our videos. He will wear a uniform, so it's amazing. So. Oh, that wasn't right. a uniform, just a vest. That doesn't count. Okay. All right. All right. Well, any, anything else, guys, before we wrap it up? All right, guys. Thank you to our panel for being here and for our users that are on YouTube conversing with us. A shout out to Good Talk Radio, I10 FM, the Free Press, and also Pexip, who's sponsoring us. And hey, our big sponsors, Column Case Management, Extra Duty Solutions, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, Viridian Weapon Technologies. Thank you guys so much. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week. Good night.